Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art. Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone. Along with today's episode, I'll have a very special Thanksgiving episode out on Thursday. I know on Thanksgiving Day itself, you might want to be spending time with family and all that. That's certainly something you should do. But if you need a fun and cozy conversation to help you drift off into that wonderful afternoon nap after stuffing yourself silly with turkey, well then, you have found the right podcast. I'm going to have a special guest with us on Thursday. It's a a name that you will recognize. And my guest will be Liz Ireland, who is the author of the Mrs. Claus Mystery Series. Now, we in the book club, we read her first book, Mrs. Claus and the Santa Land Slains, and I think overall we all enjoyed it. Uh, but she's got a new book out. I think it's the fourth novel in the series. It's called Mrs. Claus and the Trouble with Turkeys, and it's set at Thanksgiving at the North Pole. So I am going to be starting reading it this week since it's Thanksgiving themed, so I thought I would read it the week of Thanksgiving. And I love reading her books at Christmas time. It's just a delightful series. I I love it so much. It's such a good one. I'm looking forward to beginning the official, 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 official kickoff to the Christmas season by reading this uh, mystery book. So stay tuned for Thanksgiving. Uh, I will have the interview out. Of course, you can listen to it anytime you want. It'll be downloaded uh, and available wherever you find podcasts. But today, I want to talk about a couple of things. First of all, I'm going to talk about eggnog. I don't know what makes eggnog so good. It could be there's a pinch of Christmas magic to it. It it could be that um, it's a gift that Santa gives us every year at Christmas time. So I thought I would go to the experts and ask them what makes eggnog so delicious. And so my guest today, her name is Trisha Barton. She works at Anderson Erickson Dairy, which is a company based here in Iowa that produces what I think is the best eggnog ever made. And believe me, I've tried a lot of eggnog. Nothing compares to what's put out at the A&E Dairy. And I I loved finding out the story behind my favorite drink, uh, the Christmas cheer that goes into making it, and a lot more about what goes on there at Anderson Erickson. So I'll go ahead and play the interview now and let's find out some more about eggnog. Welcome to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Trisha Barton, and she's the marketing director at A&E Dairy. This is a company that keeps me supplied in eggnog throughout the year. And once it comes out in stores, I, I get really excited. So I wanted to have Trisha on today to talk about eggnog and talk about my favorite brand of eggnog. Trisha, welcome to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Thank you, Art. We really appreciate you giving us a chance to come and talk about the things that are near and dear to our heart, and eggnog is one of them. That's right. Now, for those who live in Iowa and, and probably the surrounding Midwest area, Anderson Erickson Dairy is a, a company very familiar to us. 
why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and a little bit of the, um, I guess, the history of the company. Well, um, I've been here about a year, so I've had to learn everything dairy. I don't have a dairy background, so it's been a really fun chapter of my career here. AE has this rich traditional history. Um, It is a third-generation company that uh, started out Believe it or not, during the Great Depression, 1930, um, Ivor Erickson and his friend Andy started with $15,000 and uh, just said that this is what they wanted to do. And they wanted to bring some great quality products from local family farms. And now we're in almost 100 years in and they're doing things the same traditional ways that they always have. Quality is is one of their time-honored traditions and their commitments to their customers. And so um, I think that that's really why the company has been around for so long. And uh, the eggnog you love in particular has been around for 65 years. And when I say tradition, it truly is a tradition. Um, It is the same way that they made it way back 65 years ago. So the same eggnog that you're tasting today is the same Erickson family recipe from 65 years ago. I'm not sure, but I think in some of the ingredients there might involve Christmas magic. I I don't know if you can confirm that or is that a trade secret or... It, it, it's not a trade secret. The magical part is, but um, there is some kind of magic that happens over there. Um, I can confirm that when eggnog is being made in the plant, uh, there is Christmas music being played in the plant. So it's a very festive time of the year for us. And we always know when eggnog is uh, being made because we have all kinds of Christmas music from Michael Bublé to, uh, you know, to Rudolph the Rain- Red-Nosed Reindeer. Just it's a very festive time and everybody's uh, in a very good spirits during this time of year for us. Oh, wonderful. Now, that's that's fun to know. I, I'm glad I know that now. So next time I drink some eggnog, I'll be uh, knowing that this has been in the presence of Christmas music first. So <laughs> I absolutely think that's part of the magic. Um, yeah. our, our, uh, our CFO he's always over there when, uh, to push the button when it happens. So it's, it's, it's kind of fun to be over there when it happens. Fun. Wow. That's great. Now I have loved eggnog since I was a kid and I, I lived in Illinois for a few years. I lived out in Washington state for a while and then I've been in Iowa. So I've been drinking eggnog all over and I can confirm, I mean, you guys aren't paying me to say this or anything, but this is really, truly the best eggnog I've had. Christmas just doesn't seem right without it. Uh, and I'm sure you hear that a lot. I hope you hear that a lot. <laughs> you know, we really do. Our our eggnog has this very, I don't know how to describe it other than like a cult-like following. Um, it, they have their, we have their, our own people that uh, we get calls and we get emails. When is it coming out? You know, why can't you keep it all year round? And <laughs> And I, and I appreciate people who want it year round. And um, if you had it year round, it wouldn't be special. And I think that's, if it was Christmas every day, it wouldn't be special. You know, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have that special time of year that, that only, only then can you get it. However, I will say for those hardcore eggnog folks, you can freeze our eggnog. And so right before the end of the season, I always suggest that you go and buy some quarts and get them in your freezer 
and uh, and unthaw them during the course of the year so that you don't go through that eggnog withdrawal that we all know happens about March. Yep. <laughs> you know, I have not tried that, that freezing. They, my family jokes that usually it doesn't last long enough to make it to the freezer. So that's kind of like, yeah. I got in trouble this last year because my wife kept buying eggnog, but the kids could never find any when they went to the fridge. And uh, so I got in kind of in trouble for drinking more than my fair share last year. So, <laughs> and, and that's okay because even here at, at the plant, we have uh, refrigerators that this is my refrigerator, this is your refrigerator. And mm-hmm. um, even for, we have uh, taste tests every, um, every Thursday. And even for taste tests, we're having to put taste test in big, big black marker on it so that we know no one will take the one that we have been saving for taste tests. So it happens in every household. It happens everywhere. Okay, good. I'm not not alone in that then. <laughs> You're definitely not alone. It's in my house. It's like that too. So we have little drawers in our refrigerator that I'll put it behind the vegetables or something. Mm-hmm. So then they don't go looking there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want to be around vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We like those too. It's just, we like the eggnog better. There you go. (laughs) Recently, uh, my doctor gave me some very bad news that my cholesterol is high, not, not dangerously high or anything. I'm not about ready to keel over, but he said, um, it's time to make some dietary changes. You were just telling me that there is a, if not a healthy option, there's at least a healthier uh, alternative to just the straight eggnog that you guys um, produce. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Absolutely. Um, it's called Mimi's eggnog, and it is our classic eggnog with uh, half and half with fat-free milk. And it has that same rich flavor, but it's a lot less fat and probably a little bit better for you than um, drinking as much eggnog as you have. So if you need to cut down a little bit on the nog, then maybe this would be a great option for you. And it comes in a half gallon instead of the quart. So you get, you get more, it lasts more. So we like to call it our everyday eggnog. So if you were to partake in eggnog every day, this might be a great option for you, especially when you have to, you know, when your physician is telling you to kind of cut down a little bit. Um, and just keep the classic eggnog for maybe Christmas Eve or something like that. Yeah, I tell you what, this time of year, it, it's it, you just don't even want to step on the scale, you know? <laughs> so like, oh. That's what January's for. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> One of the other things I love about eggnog is it's very versatile. I know my wife's parents like to add um, ginger ale to it to kind of dilute it down and make a kind of a punch on Christmas morning. Uh, we will usually have French toast and we'll use, often we'll use eggnog as the milk part for French toast. I think I saw on the website that you had some recipes and stuff there too. Is, is there anything uh, you'd recommend, like creative ways to use eggnog? Oh, we have so many of them. But if if people want to see uh, your French toast, upside down French toast is one of our favorite and our best recipes that we have. And if you go to aedairy.com and go into the recipes and type eggnog in there, you'll come up with all the recipes that we have there. But the thing about the eggnog upside down French toast is that you make it the night before Mm -hmm. and then put it in the refrigerator and then bake it that morning. And so, so if you baked it Christmas morning or Thanksgiving morning, that 
smell would be wafting through the house. And so it's a great way to kind of prep and seem like you did a lot of work, but it really isn't all that much work. Um, so we've got quite a few recipes there, but eggnog can really be used for any kind of liquid that you might be using in a recipe. Um, you could substitute it for the milk in a frosting recipe. You could uh, microwave it and put uh, a cinnamon stick in it. You could um, use it in your coffee or tea to make like chai tea. Any any anything that you any kind of recipe, the cinnamon rolls. You could you could really just it just makes it a little bit more rich, a little bit you know better. And uh, with holiday punch you could freeze it in trays and and put it in your holiday punch so that it kind of uh, mixes up with that holiday punch. And the funny thing is, is that it's funny that you say ginger ale because I was asking Miriam Erickson Brown what some of her favorite holiday traditions were, and that was exactly hers. She used to remember when she was little that they would either put ginger ale or 7-Up or cream soda, and then they would get out the fancy stemware and the kids would think that they were really fancy with mm -hmm. this bubbly eggnog delicious concoction. So that was one of her family traditions that she says she always remembers and it's always fun and that they continue to do that with um, with all the kids in the family too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we will do that Christmas Eve if there's any eggnog left. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, you know, we we have the the nice china we'll get out and, you know, the nice cups and we'll we'll have a have some eggnog and have some family fun time. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, is that this time of year, if you are lucky enough to be somewhere where we are sampling, we're doing some sampling and some fairways and high V's and we're just starting up with Walmart again. If you see one of our testers out there, they actually have little booklets and little eggnog tips that they can, they have a little tear off pad that you can go up and, and ask them for that. And then we have a little booklet with additional recipes. So if you see one of our AE people out there, they always have them in their bag. Just, you know, stop by and ask, or if you would like, just go to our website and um, contact us. And I'm happy to mail it out if if any of your folks would like uh, one of these as well. Well, I will definitely be uh, <laughs> contacting you then. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I have a feeling my doctor's not going to be too happy with me by uh, January, but <laughs> that's all right. I, apparently I still have, I still have some time to, uh, to get things under control. So we're, we're fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> it, it's, it's all moderation, you know, go right. for a walk, have a little glass, right? That's right. <laughs> that's, how, that's, right. That's, that's, how, that's how life works. Yeah, really. I think it probably comes down to moderation. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you giving me the time uh, just to talk and, and to learn a little bit more about your company and, and all that goes on there. Before we go, I know you've probably got a busy day still. Can we talk just a little bit about Christmas traditions, whether it's either around the company or in your own, um, your own family? Um, what do you guys have coming up this year for Christmas that you're looking forward to? Well, um, here at the dairy, we always, it's always super busy. And so usually between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we always try to have um, lunches come in for, uh, you know, for the gals taking all of the orders. And we just try it. Sometimes we do secret Santas, you know, we just try to keep it fun and festive here. And 
I know this will this would be bad for you, but we have a refrigerator here that uh, uh, we always get fresh AE dairy products, whether it be our cottage cheese or our yogurt or eggnog. Um, we have a refrigerator back there that um, we can always just go back if we need a little break. And uh, and so that's always nice. And I just checked back there. There's some eggnog that I'm going to go have right after we get done here. All right. <laughs> but, you know, at home, uh, you know, I, I love... I love Christmas and it's, it's a lot of people's favorite time of year, but I like it because everything seems a little bit brighter, a little bit warmer. People are in most part of a better mood and there it's just a festive time of year. And, and uh, in our house, we, one of the things we like to do is on Christmas Eve, we like to watch the Grinch. Um, you know, they mm-hmm. start off all gruff and they end up, thinking about what the really the traditions and the magic of Christmas is. And it's really about family. It's about traditions. It's about making your traditions, no matter what they look like. It doesn't have to be what everybody else does. And traditions can also change. You know, when you have little kids, you have different things than you do when when they're older. And but some of them never, never change. We still put uh, carrots outside for the reindeer and we still put cookies and milk right next to the chimney for Santa. So some of those traditions, whether or not we have small kids or big kids, um, we'll always do those things. And so that's, that's really the the part that I love is that the magic of Santa, the magic of Christmas, there's nothing like it. Yeah. My, my kids are older now. They're uh, in their teens and I have one in college and you know, even last year, you know, we're still hanging up stockings on Christmas Eve, you know, we're, we're getting all excited and they call me the biggest kid of all of us. So, <laughs> you know, and that's a badge I wear with honor. So <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Trisha, thank you again for taking the time to talk to me about eggnog. And if, uh, could you again, just give us the information uh, where we can find out more information about recipes and things uh, for, uh, for uh, the eggnog? Absolutely. Um, it's aedairy.com. And you just go on there, it tells all about the products, it tells eggnog, everything about that. And then if you go to recipes, we have all kinds of recipes, not just for eggnog. We have, we have it for everything. And, um, and I'll just remind everybody that, uh, you know, our eggnog also comes in harvest pumpkin, which we're, we're rolling, we're kind of uh, rolling down now, and then we're going to go into the cold brew eggnog as well. So got some different options too, if you're a coffee drinker and you would like that as well. So we've got lots of options and uh, you can find out more information on our website and uh, there's a contact button there. So if they have any kind of questions or information that they're looking for, we are happy. It will be me answering the questions. So happy to answer anything for anyone. Yeah. I completely forgot about the whole uh, uh, the harvest pumpkin uh nog you have and then the the coffee it's already all done for you so tis the season to gain weight i guess but it's worth it <laughs> that's what january's for january's are for new year's resolutions and working out a little bit more so that's right that's right yep take a <laughs> take a month and and celebrate the best time of year absolutely trisha thank you so much and and to uh all of you folks there at uh anderson erickson I know you guys have done a lot for even just the state of Iowa in a lot of ways. So thank you. And I hope you and yours have a very Merry Christmas. You as well. Thank you so much for having us.
want to read a poem called In Memoriam or Ring Out Wild Bells. And it's by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Tennyson was a much loved and, and still is to this day uh, a very beloved Victorian poet. He was born in August 6th, 1809 in Summersby, Lincolnshire in England. According to uh, poets.org, he is the fourth of 12 children, holy cow, <laughs> and showed an early talent for writing. As Tennyson grew up, his father began to suffer frequent mental breakdowns that were exacerbated by alcoholism. One of Tennyson's brothers had violent quarrels with his father. A second was later confined to an insane asylum and another became an opium addict. So quite a tumultuous upbringing. And again, uh, that quote is from poets.org. Anyway, there's uh, a lot there you can read about him. He died on October 6th, 1892 and was buried in Westminster Abbey. Uh, But the reason I want to read this poem is it was the poem mentioned in our recent book club book, which is called uh, Christmas by the Book by Anne-Marie Ryan. And this poem is woven throughout the story. Listen to the message of this poem that I think is extremely important for our world today as we are beginning the Christmas season with a lot of uncertainty ahead. I think there's some good reminders here. So I invite you to, uh, to sit down by the Christmas fire, grab a, a cup of eggnog or a beverage of your choice, and I'll read In Memoriam or Ring Out Wild Bells by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Ring out, wild bells, to the wild sky, the flying cloud, the frosty light. The year is dying in the night. Ring out, wild bells, and let him die. Ring out the old, ring in the new, ring happy bells across the snow. The year is going, let him go. Ring out the false, ring in the true. Ring out the grief that saps the mind. For those that here we see no more, ring out the feud of rich and poor, ring in redress to all mankind. Ring out a slowly dying cause, and ancient forms of party strife, ring in the nobler modes of life, with sweeter manners, purer laws. Ring out the want, the care, the sin, The faithless coldness of the times, ring out, ring out my mournful rhymes, but ring the fuller minstrel in. Ring out false pride in place and blood, the civic slander and the spite, ring in the love of truth and right, ring in the common love of good. Ring out old shapes of foul disease, ring out the narrowing lust of gold, ring out the thousand wars of old, ring in the thousand years of peace. Ring in the valiant man and free, the larger heart, the kindlier hand. Ring out the darkness of the land. Ring in the Christ that is to be.
and that was In Memoriam by Alfred Lord Tennyson, uh, which I think is a very, very moving in how his desire to, you know, to, to send out the old and bring in the new. But there were some lines he mentions here that I think are worth considering. You know, whether uh, you might have grief, you know, he wants to see the grief leave. And he certainly knows something about grief, seeing how, what a hard, difficult childhood he had. He talks about, um, you know, to wring out the uh, old disease, to wring out, you know, that lust for gold, but rather, and, and, and thousands of years of war, and rather bring in a thousand years of peace, you know, and kind of tying it into imagery of, of Christ. He wants to see the darkness leave, and he wants to see Christ, the, the Messiah, the Savior, uh, to, to come and rid of all the evil and wickedness that's happening and bring in goodness and light and peace and joy and all the things that we think about of Christmas. It was mentioned in the book we were reading as a book club, and I wanted to read that poem in full to you and, and, and encourage you to pick up on that message here that will you be the one ringing out the old and ringing in what's new? You know, you want to make something Christmassy, add jingle bells to it. So, you know, put on your metaphorical jingle bells and let's see how we, as a Christmas-loving community, can this year spread that message of hope and cheer that comes at Christmas time. Uh, so just a couple of poetic thoughts there for you um, as we head into Thanksgiving week. I know this is going to be a busy week for a lot of you. Um, and I appreciate the time that you have spent with me today. So stay tuned because on Thursday I will have our Thanksgiving episode drop. I have an interview with Liz Ireland, who is the author of the Mrs. Claus mystery series. You won't want to miss that. We get together and we talk Thanksgiving. So you will be in for a good time as you slowly slip into your turkey coma. So I want to thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to help support the podcast, one of the best things you can do is to share it online or rate and review it. Um, that really, truly helps us. There are also some links in the show notes that will take you to our merch store. I've got a couple of hand-painted ornaments still up there, as well as a selection of podcast and Christmas t-shirts. And if you choose to donate on Kofi.com, please send me your uh, mailing address and I will get you out a podcast sticker and bookmark as my way of saying thank you for your support. All right, I'll talk to you again on, on Thanksgiving. Until next time, remember to honor Christmas in our heart, and let's try to keep it all the year. Have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs>